Corey, I'm going to cut this out. That's our new intro music from now on for the show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Update. Freebies. Bow, chicka, bow. Updates for free. New songs. More content. Content for free. Unless you're Konami and then you charge 10 bucks for a safe slot. What up, boys and girls? It's another episode of World 1-1 Podcast. I am your host, as always, Larry the Lusciously Bearded Wonder. Joining me is my partner in crime, Eddie Steady Go. Hello, everybody. And Corey looks like he's strung a little tight on the headphones in the high-def Derek. Yeah, they're... uh... Okay, so basically... The short version is uh, the game room is pretty much a hot mess right now, and I had to take my computer off the floor and put it up on a, to a shelf, and I'm, like, straining the headphones. So It was horribly improvised, but it's all I could focus on is just looking at your headphones look like they're trying to pull off your face. Yeah, like, we don't want to be here, damn it. Pretty much, yep. I'm not going to argue with you there. It's, uh, eh. So. His headphones know that the show is not of good quality, and they want out of the shit. Wow. <laughs> no. Well, these are, these are all the ones I got with, with my Switch. And, like, what I should really do is get a new pair of headphones because I can literally only hear both of you out of my right ear. Because wow, well, they're, like, they're like the crappy ones that they that PDP put out. And, like, oh. I was like, oh, well, they're Zelda. I want them for my Switch. And guess what? Only one ear hole works. Ever, ever since I got them, that's, they only work it. So yeah, only trust yeah, Sony to... with my headphones. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I'm here. I got a new gift. What did? You, let, let, let's see. Video version, guys. Go click over to the YouTube page. You can see exactly what I'm holding up. I'll tell I'm, all the people listening to the audio. Excited. I received a gift from my parents for getting a new job. And they bought me this Blue Yeti microphone, and it's blue, it's literally blue, and it makes me really happy. I still don't know if I'm louder or softer or both. You are. You need to back from the microphone a little bit. Okay, sorry. There you go. There you go. That's that's better. It's better. <laughs> we can't hear you. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, now I see. But yeah, I've been trying to mess around with this the last day and a half, and then me and my wife decided to move our whole apartment around today, so the game room looks like hot trash, because this is where we put everything when we don't know where it goes. So, yep. Our rooms are always the first to go. Yeah. You'll learn that real fast. Yeah. Well, so that's, that's going to be my job this week, is cleaning up this game room and making it look like it's a functional, a functional human being walks in here instead of like I don't know somebody raided the place so that's why I'm so glad not to be having kids yes so Corey what yeah. have you been playing this week tell me all about it I oh need you dude I mean look I have been playing a lot so what I, so basically again why my computer is up on a table instead of on the floor is I I've been uh trying to stream stuff 
and record stuff for the YouTube channel besides just the podcast and the, uh, and the bonus shows and stuff. And that's pretty much what I've been doing. I've played a bunch of Super NES Classic, a bunch of NES Classic, and Ed watched me and made fun of me the whole time. <laughs> Because I was playing Mega Man X and I got in the giant mech. Why was the... I not invited to this shit show? Everyone's invited. You didn't tell me any of the shit was going no, on. I, I just told Ed to make sure my audio quality was okay. Right. Because <laughs> I needed to know. <laughs> it was a test run. Yeah, it was it was a test run. And then the next day I played a bunch of Switch games. Uh, Bayonetta is my, has been my main focus lately. Uh, and then... Uh, Celeste, I, I, it, that game is getting frustrating to me. Uh, oh, super, uh, I'm grinding my way through the wind level right now. I think it's like the fifth level. I don't know. Uh, judging third by level, third level, I don't know. It might be the third level. It might be so the that's fourth where level. I'm at. Cause it's at, it's, it's the start of the mountain, the hotel, and then the wind. Yeah. Okay. Then it's the third level. I don't know. I don't know how far I am. Because some people are saying this game takes like four four hours to beat, maybe, and I'm like almost three. So I'm like, well, I probably have at least four more hours to go because I suck so bad. So I say I've probably got at least four hours worth of deaths. Yeah, dude, I think my death count is in the five hundreds already. Wow. <laughs> it's really bad. So, uh, but other than that. Not really much of like anything meaty. Mostly just a bunch of games to try to test out the OBS and the uh, streaming stuff. So uh, I I did play a lot of M++ this week also, though. Yeah? That game so much. I love it so much. I love it so much. I love it so much. M++. So good. Makes me so happy. So, uh... But yeah, that's kind of all I've been playing. I don't really have anything new to talk about. Bayonet is really good, though. Just want to point that out. Bayonet is really good. If you haven't picked it up, you should pick it up. If you own a Switch or a Wii U, you should pick it up. I've got it on Wii U, where I actually have both games on a physical hard copy. Nice. So do I. Air 5. None of this uh, Switch download code half-and-half bullshit. Yeah, why are we the only region that didn't get a physical copy of one? Because it's horseshit. Because Japan got the Climax Edition, and yeah, I think Europe got the Climax Edition, and they both come with physical copies of one. Probably because it was easier, cheaper for America than it is well, in Japan. Yeah, well, I don't so want. Why would they do it? There? I want collections. Okay. We are willing to pay money for this shit. Just give it to us. This is this is Legacy Edition for Samus Returns all the fuck over again. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm. But- st- what Europe, you know, like a, like their big Sony uh, kind of fan base in Europe, so they got to kind of put those kind of additions out to get people to buy more Nintendo products. So that's Eddie, why you sound like Europe. a Europe apologizer. I'm just saying, but that's that's why that's why Europe always get those special editions. Plus, they get also the delays. So you know, they probably they use that so they could uh, get the game. They could get sales for it. In Japan, you know, they're bigger in collecting than we are here. Because those special editions, they'll pay more for them to have. Um, 
So. Well, Eddie, tell me what's uh, what's been spinning in your disc tray this week. Um, Doom uh, for Xbox One. I got five more levels uh, to go. I got just got the BFG. I guess it's like a classic weapon. Uh, yes, it is. Doom series. Um, right now, uh, I kind of I paused it and then I stopped it because I had some something uh, to do. Um, but I'm close to getting to the end. Uh, by the looks of it, with five more levels, I'm probably uh, probably got like four more hours to do, and then I'll be done with the game. Depending on how long the battles it are and how long I can survive them. Uh, been doing some of the rune trials. I'm missing five of them um, right now, uh, and one of them I skipped. I didn't do because my uh. My shield level is not up yet, um, and I kind of, I kind of need that shield in order to stay alive, um, and to to beat it. Cause uh, like if, I, if my shield is not there and I get hit, I'm dead. It only gets you like one health point for it. So, um, doing that, uh, play Tomb Raider, uh, the definitive edition. It just looks so beautiful still to this very day. So, I'm, I'm oh trying yeah, to, I'm trying I forgot to, that we played that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I think on this playthrough, I'm going to try to get everything. Uh, it's because it's been a while since I played it, and I kind of want to go back. I want to go back and I want to do my best to unlock everything uh, for all my weapons and for all my skills, and try to collect all the collectibles and try to like like really a hundred percent this game. Um, so really enjoyed that. Uh, I was going to jump into DMC Devil May Cry, but uh, due to work purposes, I had to go to bed, so I couldn't play. I I was really ready to uh, play that game, and I think I'm just going to try to do it on extra hard, like give myself a really good challenge. Because every time I play like on normal, um, I I just blow through the game with quickness. So I kind of want to make the enemies harder, um, and work on like some new combo skills, uh, to survive. I kind of really want to challenge my game myself in that. Um, play Infamous Second Son. Um, uh, game looks beautiful. Uh, I'm still at the beginning of the game. I every time I play that, I get to one point, get to the city, and then I stop playing it. So I want to get back into there. I really haven't touched uh, Monster Hunter uh, in a while, and I need to touch that and Yakuza. I need to touch um, Monster Hunter uh, Stories for 3DS. Uh, got back into that, really enjoying that game, getting further. And then Bayonetta 2 for Switch. Um, I play, um, halfway done with that game. Um, I, I just got into Inferno. So, uh, I gotta get to where, uh, once I fight the, that, this demon or this witch and R- Rodan comes in and beat the snot out of her. <laughs> Uh, maybe I could get my, uh, I think that's when I get the whip, uh, and stuff, but, um, right now. Which stage do you get the Nene? Uh, you get the Nene, like, that's bonus DLC that you have to pay, or if you got the, um. Is that a $5 microtransaction? Yes, it is. No, it's a, t- it's Speaking t- of microtransactions, by the way, did you see... That Konami is charging ten dollars per save slot yeah. for uh, uh, uh-huh. Metal Gear. Uh, uh, they, uh, uh-huh. I think they announced that Wednesday. 
Wednesday or Thursday. Because I know I've seen it on the show. I don't, I don't think they announced it. I think someone just found out by playing. Well, the, the, it became a news story because, like I said, I watched the know. So they reported on that news story that it was $10 the same. And I'm like, wait, when the heck did this happen? Because I was watching the Game Informer talking about the game and their experience with it. And then next Let thing me tell you know, you how much I cannot wait for tomorrow's Jimquisition to hear him rip on that. I, he probably had to record another one, because I, I wonder if he had something planned. And then when this came out, he he and he'll probably add it to the back end as a fuck Konami segment as he's been doing for years now. Probably so, because I I know he normally said that he sometimes has his stuff like wrapped and produced like by that Thursday or Friday, getting ready for like next week. There's no way he lets this go without oh, ripping no. on it, though. No oh, way. Oh, no. I think this is probably... This I is I prime for a fuck Konami segment, which we haven't had in a while, and I wrote I literally wrote on someone's Twitter page, <coughs> just like, well, let's just be glad this is something EA, EA won't do, because this is the most insane thing of 2018. I don't think anything could top... The I would say if you stopped it, it was just the most insane thing. I'd have said you're wrong because at that point I could point to World of Tanks going, you have to buy ammo. Well, that's not no shoot. Well, that's not new. There's, no, when there's you're been having some to buy ammunition, that. like buy the round, we've officially we that's that's when we finally officially went too fucking far, but. Yeah, but no. Like, uh, uh, of 2018, this is definitely the uh, the height of uh, the the scam so far. But a save state, like yeah, like how many? Like who going to just overwrite your first save? It just start to start over. Well, it depends on who's all playing it. Because I'm like forty dollars for the game itself. Like that's yeah. But, yeah, what if you got like three people in the house playing? Well, they better have their own PlayStations or Xbox Ones. Yeah. Well, so. maybe. I don't know. <sighs> Man, I just I don't get it. I don't like look, I, I was I was about I was explained. I was about I was about to like okay, they're tr- selling this game at $40. People are saying like yeah, maybe the Metal Gear Heart and Soul is gone, but the gameplay loop is fun. And I was about to be like, okay, $40 for a spin-off Metal Gear that's not made by Kojima. Maybe they're maybe they're actually trying. And then I saw this, I'm like, ah, oh, never mind. But you know what I is is what No, they're I trying. They're trying to make money. I, I think it's the not the developers, the people who actually made the game. I think it's the C- CEOs and stuff, the business people who made Oh, the yeah, I'm not stuff. I'm not blaming the studio. I'm blaming the the publishing arm of this because like the dev team just got EA'd yeah pretty much they got they got visceral <laughs> <laughs> pretty much they totally got visceral and th- well at least they got to put their game out first I guess well, and, yeah. and this is kind of sad because Konami was on a good roll with Super Bomberman R regardless of how you viewpoint that one game is not a role but Wait. I'm saying but, well, I'm, but to I'm be saying, fair to be fair I- to be fair Super Bomberman R is not a great game, it's, and they sold it for fifty dollars. It, yeah, it's not. It's, it may not be a great game, but it did good sales, and some people quite enjoyed it. Oh, I know people enjoy it. Like I, I know people who bought 
Switch for Street Fighter and Bomberman and not Zelda. So, I mean, uh, I mean, I kind of feel bad for the people that bought it, that bought the, uh, the Street Fighter that's already out with the new collection coming out. Cause I'm just like, I don't know why the fuck I would touch that. That's Capcom. For... That's... that's Street, Street Fighter though. The final challengers or whatever is pretty good though. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I know you can buy it for like $15 on every other system ever, but it's still like a good version of the game. It's not like it's crappy. It I'm just, not saying it's not, it but I'm saying that much. for like the same price, I'm going to get like 12 Street Fighter games. Well, yeah. yeah, I think this one was kind of unexpected. I'm like, there is a clear better value here. I mean, True. I mean, but we didn't know that a year ago. I mean, but, right. the, but kind of think of it like Street Fighter 5 for PlayStation didn't do didn't do super hot and then i can understand that you know next year uh i mean the following year after street fighter 5 came out they were announced something like this i think switch was just unexpected um because people didn't expect capcom to support nintendo like that back to back with switch you know to release one to release that that one game and not release like Marvel versus Capcom Infinite or anything. They didn't do like no kind of follow-up. So it's kind of weird that... Um, I don't think anybody was sad well, that MC Infinite didn't come to Switch. I mean, because Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2, I forgot about that. Um, I just didn't expect them to You also even... forgot about Dre. Which one? Dre. Oh. Send him by <laughs> Corey the house. got it. Send <laughs> Cinnabite. I didn't hear you say Dre, Still, so that's why. I was about to say, oh, they were sitting by the house with the gasoline, and still no one found out. Oh, mm. Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was just unexpected uh, on their part. Um, I expect something new from Capcom. That's what I, I kind of want. But, I mean, a, arc- a 12-game arcade collection, like the actual arcade, I'll take it. I'd like some actual new stuff from most of the studios. I would just like some Resident Evil on Switch besides Revelations. Give me the good Resident Evil games. Right. <laughs> Not that Revelations is bad, but... Like, one last port of RE4 at this point. No, there's a rumor... Dude, I was... Uh, there's some rumor thread going around that somebody's like, yeah, Resident Evil 1 through 6 will be on... Or 0 through 6 will be on Switch... Within the next nine months, and I'm like, "Well, there's your answer." <laughs> Guess I'll be buying three of those games again. <laughs> I mean, the bad thing about the all these Resident Evils coming out, uh, like really nobody has picked them up. Like the re-releases of like of like two, three, four, five. Well, pretty much four and five. Like, I think the only people care, ones people care about those one and four. Nobody cares about five or six. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but nobody cares about five or six. <laughs> like, right? Well, it's yeah. just, and, and I mean, they're fine games. They're just like not There's what people no, want out of us. <laughs> five. I, I didn't really mind six. I just, I thought it was just more five. <laughs> yeah, which is like spooky stuff. Can I get a port of Eternal Darkness now? <laughs> Well, oh man, that depends on who Nintendo works with to do that port. Also, <laughs> can I finally get a new Dead Space, please? Uh, someone needs EA to buy that IP. Masters now, so you might get Dead Space One and Two again, and then they you might know, throw I, that I even, all Dead Space Three package. 
I'd buy it just on the principle that I support the concept of getting a new Dead Space. That being said, I'm still really excited. I, I was super excited this last week, actually, too, because the guys working on Scorn just posted a big update. And Scorn yeah. looks fucking awesome. Like, if you like Dead Space and you like like the uh, the Metroid Prime games, Scorn kind of looks like those two fucked and had a kid. Nice. What, what it, is the... It's awesome. What was the one for DS? Like Scourge? Uh, uh, it was like that. No, Scourge, there was Scourge Hive, but that was like an isometric uh, Metroid game almost. Yeah, um, I wonder what happened to those developers. Like, I kind of... I don't know, but I have the game. It's I have awesome. it too. On DS. Did it come up for DS and Game Boy? Mm-hmm. It did. It was originally in development for the GBA, and then the DS came out, and they ported it, but they brought out both versions anyways. Okay. I think I should, I think I probably seen the DS one more, and then yeah. I guess the GBA. The GBA was one was uh, far less common. Okay. I mean, the game is a bit difficult at times, but it's really good. I really like it. It's supposed game. to be. I, I, oh, I adored it. I thought it was fantastic. Did you ever get to finish it? Or yes, I was quite proud of myself. Thank How you very much. Yes. How long is that game? <laughs> Less than 10 hours. Okay. Maybe between 6 and 8, six and depending eight. on how, how good you are. They do a great job of keeping the pressure on, of, like, forcing you from one save point to the next. Yeah. And I love that. That was awesome. I kind of wonder if they remade it or if they put it out on 3DS, uh, how it'll play with the analog stick. I'm like, do, would it, I wonder, would it be better, or would they have to like redo it the could animation? Help. It could help. Okay, uh, but yeah, uh, but that's what I've been playing. I'm sorry for getting. All I gotta that. dig out my copy of Scourge Hive. Thanks, Dick. What? That game is good. I, it should have got. It is, but I've got other shit to play. But now I have. Now I have to like. You said you was gonna satisfy go, a compulsion. You was playing, going to be playing retro games anyway. Oh, and uh, Graceful Explosion Machine. I, I was playing. Um, been uh, turning my C's into B's. Uh, trying to get yeah. that up. Gonna get that S rank. If I could, sure. If I could get the A, I'd be fine with that mug. Mm-hmm. Should I still need to get a uh, fast RMX? Oh, that oh, end thumper I uh, had to get. I was like, oh, this is on sale. And then I realized that. Oh, God. Yeah. See it on sale, be like, I need to buy this. I need to buy this. Get distracted. And then the sale go off and be like, dang it. I was supposed to buy this thing. <laughs> hey. You know what I did? I just like made, I, I just set a great big fucking wish list. Yeah, like, I did once too. A week, I'll check the wish list just to see what on the list is on sale. Yeah, I got my uh, wish list on there. I made one. I got to update it though. There were some new games that uh came out on it. Um, that I need so, to put. Now go ahead, uh, Larry. Oh, what did I play this week? This week I played the Flame in the Flood IRL edition. <laughs> um, my my week kind of went horribly sideways. Um. I have some friends staying with us because they were flooded out of their house on Wednesday. Uh, they woke up to a solid two feet of water in their house. In which I couldn't 
my mind is still boggled with that. I was, I was yeah, talking to Eddie, this Eddie saw the fucking pictures. It's, it's bad. I, I, I thought he lived in an area that would not flood. No, he's, he's like a block from the fucking river, dude. Wow. The river totally overran everything. Oh, and I'm going to punch both of y'all when I see y'all next time. How dare you message me both at the same time <laughs> with that piece of chicken? Is that the is that the same place? <coughs> yeah, we were all there for uh, brunch together today. Um, the one from the gas station, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Porta Pit. Yeah, did they get new boxing? Like, is it uh, apparently? Yeah, because I was looking, I'm like, I know we. Yeah, normally it's just a plain styrofoam. Right, but it looked like it looked like that was new. Um, I don't know about the potato. I think like the size looked like they were in a new thing too. Yeah, they are. So the new surprise they're out this early this year though. Uh, Was it by the one gas station that we go to? Yep, it was down there at the marathon. Yes, yes. So. But in any case, so yeah, that's that's been a big part of my week is helping them deal with all that. Um, in any case, I did finish Rhyme today, actually. Um, the ending was better than I expected. I did not hate Chapter 4. Um, I actually, I thought Chapter 4 was gorgeous. I loved the aesthetic in Chapter 4. Uh, chapter 4 had just this magnificent heartbreak in it um watching the the walkers sacrifice themselves so that you could progress further after this beautiful moment this happy moment in chapter three where you know you give birth to a walker from a fucking tree and it's awesome and it's all it's it's gorgeous the these magnificent creatures and uh you know i i loved i loved it um like I said, the, the final chapter was not what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it actually leaves an odd question in the air. I, 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 that's why I feel like, uh, that, that, that piano just accompanied it to it, um, before you like actually finished the game. Uh, I just think it's one, it was probably one of the best scores that I heard. In 2017, just that one little thing. I was just like, man, this is so good. I think that it wasn't until the final part of chapter three that I think the music and the beginning part of chapter four, Mm -hmm. but I think the music really stood out. Um, because in that final part of chapter three, when you've got all the walkers, you know, marching along at that point it's not exactly scripted mm-hmm. but it is a, a metered pace if you will for lack of a better term but at that point the music punctuates everything much better than the first couple of chapters did yeah um, and, and, and then think, the same thing with the beginning of 4 when they are marching along into the doors i think that's why i w- i felt like Percy, just to me, that the music helped tells the story, like drives it, like progresses it, but also feels like that is the narrative for some reason. Just the music alone. Yeah. 
But yeah, the the big question though that I was left with at the end of chapter five, at the end of the game, was you know at this point, and uh, if you haven't played it yet and you don't want to know, cover your ears for the next thirty seconds. Were you actually playing as the child dying, or were you playing as the father going through the stages of grief? You was playing as the child dying. Are you sure? Yep. How do we know that this isn't what the father was envisioning? No, uh, because you know nothing about the father, and uh, when you're fighting certain things within the game, with the sun, you see that shadow uh, with the red hood on it, which is his, which is their mother. So um, there's like a story behind there with the child. And so when he falls into the pit and everything and he lands, it's just like he's coming through uh, for it. Because the, the child is going through the process of like a purgatory and accepting that he's, that he's died. And then the father, you know, he's dealing with the heartbreak, but we don't get North's perspective of the father and the son even going on that trip. Um, and why that little red scarf part is very imp- uh, important to the game, to the story. So you're playing as the child, and it's all from his perspective, going through all of that stuff. Because, Anyways. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the toys that he, the toys, uh, or yeah. the things that he meet, the father really doesn't know what that, uh, pertains to, where the kid knows that this was his childhood and everything, and why those things are important. So that's why you see the fox in a pterodactyl and stuff. Uh, but yeah, overall, not, not bad. Um, I may, if I find it cheap at some point in the future, grab the Switch copy uh, just to put it in my shelf. Um, like I said, I, I played it on Xbox One just through Game Pass because I had a two-week trial. So, um, but not not bad. It's not anything I think I'll revisit anytime soon. Uh, once felt like enough. Um, what do you think you trying to get like the achievements? Yeah, I I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not hunting that shit down. Fuck it. So I think, think it'll be a good story to a good game to revisit within like two years, two or three years, depending on yeah, if you own. Maybe, but that's not anytime soon. So I'm okay with that. Um, I did work on Celeste more. I actually put some effort into it. Finally, um, last I had stopped, I was somewhere around the middle of chapter one. And uh, I've I'm now at the beginning of chapter three, so I'm starting the wind level. Um, first and foremost, fuck your pragmatism, Madeline. Fuck your pragmatism. What a pain in the ass. <laughs> Jesus. I wanted to laugh at the hotel. I just, I couldn't quite get there. Like, the hotel wasn't bad and the character was okay. Like, I, I, I knew they wanted something in there to be a little funny, but it just didn't get there for me. And that, 
that disappointed me a little bit in the writing. But uh, that that aside, um, I don't want to climb your goddamn mountain. But now I'm like halfway there, and I I now have to finish. Fuck this game. What's wrong with me? I was going to play some Halo 5 this week and give it an actual fair shake, but uh, again, you know, flood. Everything went wrong. Sick. But in any case, um, also uh, just started playing Super Beat Zonic on my Switch, and fuck me, that's going to take some getting used to. Like, I've been playing rhythm games for you know, 15 years, this is going to take some serious fucking getting used to to get the hang of. Like, I like the layout. It's neat. It's really cool. But, man, there's a lot going on. Hmm. So, I mean, it's it's not as nerve-wracking, clearly, as uh, Thumper. But, man, is it fucking busy. So, but that's been most of what I've played this week. Yeah, I actually wonder how rhythm games will work work on Switch. There's several already, but you got to play them. Already, you can play them. Vo is handheld only, huh? Vo is is handheld only. Everything else is either or. That's the V O E, right? Yeah, Vo is. Oh, V-O-E-S, okay. I was wondering about that, if that was a rhythm game, because it doesn't look like it for some reason. It is. I think there's a demo out now, too, by the way, actually. You may want to check that. Yeah, I want to check it out. It's probably one of those games that you really got to have headphones for and listen to. Yeah. Also, that being said, too, uh, the physical version of Super Beat Zonic was actually cheaper than the digital version. So, fuck (laughs) Paid thirty bucks instead of forty, and it just got a great big update with a bunch of new songs for free. Update freebies. Bow to bow updates for free. New songs, more content, content for free. Unless you're Konami, and then you charge ten bucks for a save slot. <laughs> That sounds uh, like a uh, uh, family guy when they're singing the song. The four. Corey, I'm gonna shot. cut this out. That's our new intro music from now on for the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh boy. What have we done? I don't know. Dude, for for having a weekend off for once in my life, this has been just a long week. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not even I'm not working at the moment, and this week I've had no fucking free time. Is so, that how it works when you're supposed to have free time? You never have any. Pretty much, like a whole fucking week went out the fucking window without me being to accom- able to accomplish a goddamn thing that I wanted to. Oh no. So. Anyways, um, oh, so news this week, uh, we, we apparently went back in time about 20 years because we've started blaming school shootings on video games again. 
Yeah, that's uh, hmm. sure. Hadn't heard that one in a while, and I had to stop and go, wait, did they say what I fucking think they just said? Yeah. Man, it's been uh, a... Kentucky like, I had to rewind the fucking video. It's It's been one of those weeks around here, because, like... Can I... Can I... Oh, I'm sorry, Corey. Uh, oh, it's fine. Go. Because no. if we're going to blame video games about the mass shooting, we actually can't blame the NRA, because they got two PlayStation 1 games. So, can we blame them also, because they're part of the problem, since they got a video game? Sure. At this point, apparently you can just blame anybody you fucking want, whether there's anything to back it up or not. Right. So, I'm going to start blaming Oprah Winfrey. Did you see what Trump said? He said there should be a rating system or something. (laughs) Why everybody in the world looked at him just like, there is... You mean the way everybody looks at him all the time? Pretty much, yeah. To be fair, half the parents that are buying their kids games probably don't know it either. Yeah. I saw I saw this pretty this video that pretty much sums up uh every game store. You know, every yeah, every game store ever and it was like this mom on her cell phone and this like probably like seven or eight year old girl walked Asian up to the girl. She put yeah. kid is one, two and three. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, in like titles were fantastic. In like sh- Shooter Slut Seven or something, and I'm like, this <laughs> yeah. is what is happening here. Like, this I is... really felt like this scene needed to be done by the guy that played Randall Graves from Clerks. Like, I I feel that that was the character that we needed to revisit for this sketch. But I think parents mm-hmm. know what they're buying for the kids. They yeah, know. of course they fucking don't. I mean, they. I mean. They know because they have bought some of those games for kids before. And so when retailers tell them, you know, this is an N-rated game and this is what's containing because some parents are don't have a clue about certain hobbies. So they ask 15 million questions on what it's about and you, you tell them what it is, you know. It's. I, it, I'll tell you what it is. It is what it is is I what mean, it is. Parents have we, bought Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto for their kids many a time, so they know what to expect. It ain't nothing new. Yeah, and it's like we, my wife and I had this discussion about like, well, how is our how is our kid going to consume media, and like, what are they going to do? And like, you know, we kind of everybody needs to take responsibility and like educate. Like that's the biggest thing is like educating people on. Like, if you don't know that games have a rating system, like, I, I don't know how you teach parents how to have it, but, like, I don't know, teach your kids that, you know, it, it maybe set limits on what games they play until they're a certain age, or, like, you know, if they want a violent game, you make sure they know that what they're doing is not, you know, <laughs> not. I mean, I don't really know I mean, how do this but i mean nintendo has a video with bowser and bowser jr on how to mm-hmm. to do parental um parental controls from your smartphone like research it's, i mean it's not even that but that's hard, hard. that's effort but if you could get on google why can't you not get on art on, on youtube because I, hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what to tell you. Like I was, I was, like, 
when my parents babysit my my cousin's kids, like they are on the iPad and on YouTube. They're they're four and seven. Like they're on YouTube watching stuff and. One moment he's looking at like Legos and stuff, and just by the sheer recommended videos on YouTube, he clicks through, and all of a sudden he gets to that. I don't know if you guys saw it, but that fan made Darth Maul video, uh, where he's like literally murdering like twenty Jedi out in the woods, and I'm just like, no, but I'm gonna need a link to that now. How do you like? <laughs> how do you, how do you even come across that when you're looking at Star Wars Lego figures and then you work your way three to four videos? Ugh. I just... Look, I don't know. It's... I... I it's so hard because so many... Di- I'm sh- I'm sure this stuff influences uh, everything. I'm sure everything influences everything at some point, but at the same time, it's like... Look, kids that are shooting up their schools, do they want attention? Are they mentally ill? Are they, do they come from a good or a bad home? Do they come from, you know, are they bullied? Are they, like, you have to take everything into consideration. And are they being educated correctly about the things that are right, like, morally right and wrong and, and not just, like, history and math and science? Like, you know, we had, like, when I was in school, and I'm sure you guys did too, we had D.A.R.E., which taught us about the dangers of drugs, right? Yeah. You look, Why don't they do something like that for guns and weapons? And Because they feel like the NRA, they gon- the NRA is going to get involved and say something. So Well, that's because in order to teach a child to properly respect a weapon of that variety, you would have to teach them how to use it. Well, the, the, the funny, well... With the senator, even with Trump and them blaming video games, like right now, it's falling on deaf ears. No one is paying listening to that. I I think with the CNN town hall, with you know people walking out of schools and you know young people voicing their, you know just voicing their opinion what they believe, any excuse that they're going to say and use is not good enough. They are. These kids now are trying to force these adults, these politicians, that you got to do something. Because if they're at the legal age of voting, they will go and vote you out. They're getting ready to vote these folks out. Yeah. You know. I, I don't know. It's it's just... I don't know. I don't even know how you would fix this type of issue. It's it's just going to be one of those issues that's around forever, just because. And like, it doesn't matter if there's gun laws or not. Somebody's going to get their hands on guns right. if they want them anyway. Well, you know, it's a lot of us. Well, from the black community, we're still trying to say, why don't these schools still have don't have metal detectors? Like, we were forced to have metal detectors because of a gang shooting at a school in California. We all got forced that we had to have it in the, in the urban areas. So, after Columbine happened, why, why are some schools like that still don't have metal detectors? You got 1,500 kids going to your school and you still don't have metal detectors to protect yourself from this? Like, we were getting, we was getting searched. We would go through, get our bags searched, get, get, like we were at the airport. We would get all of that search. Why are they not doing that at uh, these other schools? 
upper class schools, I should say. Uh, because that shit's expensive. You got enough money to get a football field, but not enough money to pay for that? Of course not. Because sports. 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 Don't you know how white parents feel about fucking sports? Hell, don't you know how black parents feel about fucking sports? They rely on it to get their kids to college. Exactly. That's why they've got a fucking football field. That's their ticket out. Pretty much. But sometimes the football field don't even be looking janky. <laughs> be like, use what you got. But I, I didn't say it was a good football field. I just said it was a football field. But I'm just like, they invested that money in a lot sure of Sure, shit ain't getting AstroTurf. Oh, that's true. I mean, they invested a lot of money for these black schools to have metal detectors. And still to this day, I don't know if the Columbine has it. I don't know if uh, Parkland now is going to have it. Like, me and Corey was talking about um, a school, that school, by close to your old job. Like, a seven-year-old is dead now because they he was trying to do the same thing he had it on the bus with him. He was able to walk in his elementary school and could have did something. If, if he was able to build his long rifle and go out and shoot people, that would have been another mass murder, another mass shooting. A seventh grader. How do the heck, how the heck do you, a seventh grader, are you able to walk into school just like that? How, how are you able to get on a bus with something like that? Like I and like what Ed's talking about, like that this was this was literally like thirty minutes from where I live. It was a school that I'm very familiar with. We played them in sports when I was in school. Like sports. I've been I've been to that school probably seventy five, eighty times in my lifetime. And like that is not a school that you would think that would ever happen in. It's like very rich, preppy, white school like that's that's how have you not noticed the running theme here i know i i know but i'm saying like none of this happens at the fucking interurban schools i know i'm just saying like if you were in this area like you would think oh wow that happened there like that kind of mentality and it's like it's just scary man it's 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 sad and like a couple days later like two kids and my cousin my cousin is uh in 10th grade at uh, school about 10 minutes from where that happened. And two of her classmates were found in the wood dead. Two of them like a homicide, suicide or a double suicide that I don't know if they came out and said what it was, but it's just like, it's terrifying to think like those, my cousin knew those kids and that she was friends with these kids. And like, now it's like, I don't know, man, it can't, I don't understand like what is happening because <laughs> I mean, I just remember Columbine when I was in school being a huge deal, but I don't remember a ton of like copycat stuff happening afterwards. And I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention or no, I was after, I think after Columbine, um, I think it was maybe what, four or five years that since another mass shooting had happened at a, at a high school, um, or, or I'm feeling like I think it was the col- I think it was the college one, um, the Asian college student. Then they were oh yeah, Counter Strike and all of that. It was just like really. Oh yeah, I remember that when that happened in Virginia or yeah, whatever. Virginia Tech. I'll tell you what. 
as soon as I get my new rig up and running, I'm going to play through Super Column by an RPG. And we're going to have a discussion about whether or not it's too soon. Well, shoot, I already did that on optional opinion, so. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen it. I've not actually played all the way through it and experienced it, and I feel like it is relevant again if, if the world is going to go through this fucking conversation again. I mean, I know, like, you you kind of said that, like, half-jokingly, but, like, what if games start tackling real subjects like this? Oh, I know. That's why I'm saying. Well, like, you know, like, that, like, that was part of the the big ruckus when Super Columbine RPG first came out was the debate between is this too soon or not to talk about this? Well, it was the same thing with hatred. You know, people, when they found out what the premise was, people were just like, no. But, you know, it was it came up on Steam. People brought it. There was a big boo uh controversy of it but i don't know how well how well, uh, well it sold but people just like the game is kind of garbage it's like mediocre average you know there's well, that's... Uh, it's it's weird that people get offended about video games that deals with mass shooting but not offended when peter used to take nintendo products and do the same thing like I get offended by everything Peter does because Peter's because Peter is fucking stupid. The only thing Peter is good for is wrapping up my hero. Wow! Bam! Yeah, uh, but no, this this actually this does raise another good question though. Is you know, does a game have to be good in order to justify its existence if it tackles a heavy subject? Yes. It, the thing that's going to move it with some good gameplay is going to be the narrative. If the narrative gets the point across of and it's memorable to create a conversation, then it's kind of done did its job. It, it's done its purpose. But if if we if it comes out and we don't talk about it, we address more of the controversy than actually t- uh, talking about the topic then it it doesn't do nothing. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm just saying, though, do they get no credit for trying to tackle the subject? Even if they couldn't nail the gameplay, you know, should there be an A for effort for somebody trying to broach that subject in a medium where that's not the norm at at this point in time? If if, If they could get the media not to focus on any of the violence and it actually... That'll ever happen. Right. And see, that's the thing. And that's the thing about it, that even though they would try hard and they done their best, some of the media outlets like to focus on the violent scenes and use that as a news story. Or people would like to do YouTube videos, blogs about it. They would like to use the violence that's portrayed in, in it. But they would never talk about the narrative of what the game is trying to portray. Just because of the There's always going to be that sect that remains intentionally ignorant of what's going on. Yeah, that that is true. That that'll never change. But for those of us that are not, mm-hmm. you know, even if it even if it failed in terms of gameplay, that doesn't necessarily mean that 
it's invalidated for at least trying to start the discussion. If, like I said, if the narrative is strong, yeah, I, I will give it up to people who are trying to do it in a creative way, uh, to address a topic. If they could get it where the violence or the gameplay is not the focus, but the, but the theme of the game, what they're trying to portray makes a big discussion, then it has done its job. Like, if Fox News cannot pull up any gameplay, but they're able to talk about this game in whatever manner they want to talk about, but, you know, it's not focusing on any violent scenes or stuff, then it's the, kind of, in a way, did its job. Because it, I will say, I, oh, I, I can think of an example that got a little too close to real, apparently, for uh, for one publisher's comfort. you got to go back a couple of, uh, a number of years, but remember, uh, was it six days in Fallujah got canceled because that yeah. got a little too real. They were a lot of people felt that uh, it it was too close to home because a lot of those people didn't get to mourn about the soldiers that was lost, and uh, people was kind of still feeling about the end because the Konami dropped them. Um, and shame on them for fucking dropping them and not having the fucking stones to put that out because that that could have been the thing that broke the barrier and said this medium is an okay way to begin to have this discussion right it's it's okay it's okay for us to talk about fictional stuff but nothing that's factual you know and that's that's not it's not like this medium has not been used for some of that conversation you know for serious topics you know you 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 go back uh, about a year and a half and you look at uh that dragon cancer yeah, I was about to say the same game. So, you know, it's it's possible there, and it. But I think you've that, just you've got to have a publisher that's willing to stick their neck out on the line and stand behind it. I think that Dragon Cancer, you know, yes, that game was kind of made for that family and for that father to get his feelings and viewpoint and emotions out. I think what happened with it is with that game is that you do get caught up in the emotional portrayal and not kind of see it for its full purpose and full benefit because it's it's something of a dad's kind of memorandum of his dying son but if you read i'm like if you read stories about that game from people who played it at pax and stuff they were just like it's something emotional and touch and I don't know how long how long lasting that is. You feel emotional, but then you move on. You know, I think that that dragon cancer, if even though it may be emotional, if that could make you realize what cancer patients are going through, and doing more research and why, uh, probably visiting patients and stuff like that is important. You know, the research and donating and stuff like people who are if that game could do a, a stuff like that for a lot of people that just feeling emotional, I think the dragon that dragon cancer really would have got his point across. Yeah, I thought it got its point across, but maybe that's just me. I think. You know, well, I, I mean, I maybe um, that's the danger of this medium for having this conversation is so much of it can be interpretive. Yeah. 
it, it really it, it really is. You run the risk of somebody taking what you were trying to convey and not understanding it. And I, I think, as a matter of fact, a perfect example of this is listen to almost any conversation anybody has ever had with Jonathan Blow. You know, he talks about the fact that he he uses this medium to express something that can only be expressed through this medium. Mm-hmm. And when he hears somebody try and say, this is what I think it means, the answer is always, you got part of it, but you're missing the important part. Mm-hmm. And so he's, you've never, I've never heard him say once that, Somebody 100% understood what I was trying to explain or convey, and that's that's just as much of a pertinent danger. I think, and that's why it's important to play a game in full, whether you like it or not. Playing it in full without having people spoil it, um, and then maybe maybe a month after the game has been out, then get your thoughts and be able to converse about it. Cause you don't really want to spoil it. Like two weeks after the game came out, you kind of want to give it a try. I think you really need to play. Yeah. The but as soon as you finish it, that's when you want that conversation is immediately after you, you do, but stuff like that, it kind of has to happen in a private matter where you don't want to put anything up on social media in a public for people to read it and feel like it's spoiled. You know, it's it's kind of changed right now. But like Larry, if I came down to you and we talked about, let's say, the loneliness of Samus Aaron when she's on her hunt, and we're just talking about loneliness and stuff, if we don't want to spoil all of Super Metroid or anything like that for people who haven't played it, let's just say Super Metroid just came out and we played it mm-hmm. and stuff, we don't want to spoil it on a social media platform for people who are interested in the game. But me and you can have that personal one-on-one time talking about it and explaining and have our discussions about it. But like after, I don't know. I, I still think there's a lot of things in there. Just using that as an example, or even any game, mm-hmm. I still think there's a lot of things in a game that you can talk about without it having to be screamed at as spoilers. Yes, you know that I, agree. I, I sit there and explain why this game what gives this game its atmosphere its moodiness without spoiling anything crucial or even moderately plot centric to the game (coughs) you know there's something to be said for setting an expectation for somebody you know say hey should I pick should I pick up a copy of this game Um, and why at that point you've got to tell them something about it well, yeah, you got, you can. I think the themes, uh, you don't sometimes don't want to spoil for people, or some sometimes some scenes that happen in the game that that it has a theme, but you have to describe describe what happens in it, you know, and people don't want that des- the description to be spoiled for them. They're cool talking about loneliness. But they don't want to talk about you have to run to this empty hall. You meet this and you find these dead people and then all and all of that. Like they don't want to hear that kind of description stuff. For some people, I'm just saying. Yeah, but in any case, so yeah, that's the thing. Video games are not to blame. Fuck all you. Yeah, if you're still <laughs> if you're still using that logic as a adult. It, it doesn't work anymore. You got away from that for quite a while, though. I'm. 
I, it was either going to be. You know what? You know what it was. I think what I'm more surprised at that it took this long to come back around, or that it did come back around. That's what I'm trying to figure out. What I'm actually surprised well, about. This is the maybe way. this maybe this administration finally got around to playing Night Trap. <laughs> yeah, but this is the weird thing. Now, okay, so you want to blame a shooting on in ready games? Okay, so was Leland Yi playing Grand Theft Auto when he got caught with his crime organization with the Chinese mafia? Because I mean, no, because... he was playing Yakuza, dumbass. Yakuza. <laughs> Like the 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 video game crimes that you think a kid would do. How are you a senator of a state and you get and you get caught with that kind of crime? Like if you are adults in a political figure and you doing crimes worse than what's being done in a video game, it's not the young kids playing them doing them. It has to be y'all adults. Uh. Dog, so yeah, that's uh, you know, it, it makes me wonder what other real hard topics that this medium could be good for starting the conversation on that it hasn't. I mean, I've I've got one or two things that crop to mind that pertain to certain individuals, but you know or they crop to mind because I know certain individuals that have experienced these things. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just trying to picture, you know, what that would be like, what, what, what their game would look like if they chose to have the, have that conversation in that manner. <laughs> they should make a gun store simulator or <laughs> have a gunshot where instead of where you, when you go to the practice range, since they want to use inrated games, teach you on how to shoot a gun. Only way that you could shoot something is you have a control pad. You don't actually shoot no guns. God, no. I mean, maybe I mean maybe a good way to educate too. Like instead of giving kids physical guns, maybe you like maybe a VR simulator or or I don't know. Look, I, I just. Before before you go, there are parents who still think that you could buy a cap gun at a toy store, and it's illegal for toy stores to sell that. That's why you get all these bunker guns with Nerf. Because if you pull out a cap gun as a kid, if a cop sees that, like that one kid, he actually got shot because he pulled out a cap gun. And there are parents who still, which is like, do you guys sell this anymore still? And they don't sell old Wild Western and Magnum looking guns. They don't sell that no more because a lot of cops will get confused that it's a real gun and there could end up killing the kid. Yeah. Oh, well, go yeah. ahead, Corey. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Understand. Oh, I, I didn't really have anything else to say. I was just trying to figure out a smart way to educate people on guns without actually putting the guns in their hands i don't know it's just look if you're if you're a parent listening to this or a kid that you know has some kind of interest in guns because i'm like i'm not really opposed to people owning weapons i just like if you're gonna use them and you're gonna own them educate yourself or educate your kids about it like this stuff is is dangerous and sad when stuff like this happens and and 
you know, I feel for those kids in Florida. I feel for the kids in this area. I feel for everyone that this has happened to. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like every time something like this happens, everybody has the same conversation for about a week and a half. And then there's no more discussion about it. Right. And I, I really give it to those kids in Florida who are like really actually trying to do something about it. You know, I don't know if anything's going to get done, but they're the first. This is the, me and my wife were talking about at dinner tonight. This is the first time we've seen a group of kids act after this happens actually take a stand and and go after what they want done. And that's that's how the stuff's going to get done. It's not going to be, you know, politicians who are endorsed by these these places. It's not going to be by you know a pr- a president that you know would rather golf instead of go tell these families how sad this is like it's not going to happen like that it's going to be these kids it's going to be their families it's going to be people who follow these people to go do stuff and and you know just educate yourself and make sure you're being smart about it and and parents please educate your kids on this stuff and let them know how truly dangerous this stuff is yeah like i'm yeah like activism is good um when, when I but was Activision like, is bad. Activism, not Activision. <laughs> I know. I'm uh, saying. Well, I, I can good. say half, I, half of Activision is good. I like Blizzard. <laughs> I can say this: when me, when I went with Larry for the first time, when uh, coming to see him, we went to a gun store. We Larry, let range, me, yeah. Larry let me shoot a gun. I was bad at it, <laughs> but I have I had fun. It was a it was a good uh, it was a good and You were bad at it, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good it was a good experience that I had. And but it changed your understanding. It, it, it looking back at it though, in the conversation that we had, you know, realizing that what you had in your head was way off the mark from the reality of actually having a firearm in your hand well yeah i think it with me because of in the neighborhood that i live in and other neighborhoods that we live in definitely just just my city we don't have a gun store like you guys have um like yeah you could go to bass pro shop or walmart but like a full gun store there's no actual range right there's nothing like that and because there's so much there's so much crime or violence happening in some of the ghettos and urban areas a black person having a gun is what make you think will really be like you know kind of staying away where if a white person have a gun it's so acceptable and there's no question about it so when me when I when we went there and we had that talk with that gun owner, it was really good to not argue or anything, but to hear hear that side, you know, to be educated. Because I'm like, you kind of got to understand. I, I you got to kind of understand that when you if you were growing up in my area, you would have a different viewpoint of guns than if I grew up in your area. Right. You know. So the gun control, and, which is another discussion for another day, which is like, why, why do we have that discussion <laughs> about where we live and how we were <laughs> like the areas we were grew up in? Like, why would we even have that discussion these days too? Like, oh, uh, 
Yeah, stereotypes and assumptions. It's, it's why? Why is everything so backwards? I thought we were on this, this like, this global track of everything kind of going this way and being progressed, and now it's just kind of like, it, it's not even like a, not even like a de- decline. It's just like a straight down motion. Stuff is being is now being put. Stuff is being revealed. You know, and regardless of how you see it and how you view it, I think that we was in a time of such peace and unity and everybody, you know, just coming together. Like things were, like you said, we're on the right track. And I think right now at this pivotal moment that divide has become like a big part of people's social life and viewpoints and stuff and discussion that is separating a lot of people nowadays. You know, and all that work of peace and unity that we had in the past, it's just now falling apart. So, and it's sad. Well, this got way serious and way off track for way too long, but um, in any case, that's that's probably the biggest news story in games this week. It's just we, we took a 15-year step backwards. Holy shit. Fucking takes your breath away. Yeah. But I think people are, I think with these young kids and stuff, I think hopefully in the future stuff starts to change for the better. Well, well like I said, I'm going to keep my politics out of it at this point, but um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other just amazing fucking news stories, but that's... That's pretty much it. <laughs> that's the one that's stuck in my craw with the week that I fucking had. So, um, in other news, you still cannot pre-order the physical copy of Owlboy yet. I've been trying. Not true. Weeks. It's on Amazon right now. Does Amazon finally have it? Yep, twenty nine ninety nine. Switch? Yep, I'll send you the link. I need that. I'm looking right now. I've been going to GameStop uh, off and on for the last couple of weeks, and just every time they're like, new. Yep, it's up there. I checked today. <laughs> I actually checked before we started recording. <laughs> one word or two? It's one word, one. isn't it? It's one. Uh, I'm searching and it's not pulling up. Hold on. Sometimes it doesn't come up right away. Here, I'm sending it to you in the Facebook chat, Larry. Yeah. Do that. I need that. Where are you? It's probably I'm this right one. here. Larry Giver Edward Varnell, huh? Yeah, that was... So, but yeah, other than that, um, oh, there you are. Okay. In housekeeping news, I am hoping that we will have a episode to put out next week, but I can't guarantee it as I will be out of the state. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not. No, no road trip. Ooh. I am not excited about this. Airplane. Um, we're flying to fucking. Arizona. Ooh, oh, you dry know, heat. Oh, you and wifey finally leaving uh, this weekend? I don't care if it's dry heat. It's still bullshit. <laughs> Scorpions. <laughs> Fucking hate the heat. Larry, please dress up like Scorpion and lay in the desert for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> please cosplay like Scorpion, Scorpion and like... go just float in my uh, wife's sister's pool 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> please do the please do the get over here motion to a cactus. <laughs> or do the kids in the hall. I'll squish you. Oh God. Alright, I now need to figure out how to get this to come up in my Amazon search. Anyways. Alright, well, I, I think that covers it. We've, we've probably gone on quite long enough, especially considering the, uh, the subject matter got a little heavy handed and I don't want to drag that on for way too long. Um, in any case, that being said, as always, you can find us at our home on shoutengine.com, on, uh, iTunes and Google Play Music. Uh, make sure you head up to YouTube's where there's some fun, new, exciting stuff in the works. Uh, that's, that's the delightful NPR channel along with all their other spectacular content that they have up there. Everything from the, uh, the original NGR show to, uh, Pow Block and, uh, oh god, we have Nerds, uh, Nerds Gone Platinum and, uh, Arsenal X and all the other fun things. So make sure you check all that out. Subscribe to pages, put us in your RSS feed, all that good stuff. You know, click the like buttons and leave some ratings and some comments and, you know, all those other, uh, obligatory social media, please, please, please things. Oh, can please, I say please, one please thing, things. Corey? I mean, no. and, uh, Larry, I'm oh, sorry guys. Um, guys, go check out We The Game, uh, Gamescast. Uh, I was a special guest with Sean Capri. We had a good discussion about religion and games and pretty much just about me. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, I had to. Also, also, I do want to, pl- I do want to plug, uh, plug it. The Metroid expansion pack that we did. Uh, by the time this goes up, that episode will be will air. Oh, that and was uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Ooh. Ed and I were talking about what if Metroid Prime had a multiplayer mode, and then we spun it off into its own game. And Why did we... you not invite me for this either? You have to hear it, Larry. Why I, was I not involved? I don't know. Because what we what we originally talked about spun a different way after one game. And then it's fun after that. When you hear it, when you hear it, when you watch it, I know I just is going to pop in your mind, Larry. It was a good discussion, though. It was, it got, it got real, it got real strange, (laughs) but. It it literally could have been an episode of Power Block itself. (laughs) Probably. So. Alright, well, boys and girls, that's it for us. We'll see you potentially next week. Alright, everybody, see you next time on World One on One Podcast. Bye. Bye. Maybe the game room will be clean next time. <laughs>